But let's talk a little bit of football, American football, NFL, Super Bowl 58. I think, if I can get my Roman numeral translation correct. And let's talk about it now with MJ Hurley, who is everything NFL in the States. We're privileged to get some of his time ahead of such a big occasion. MJ, afternoon to you, brother. How's it going? Very good. How are we doing, guys? Oh, we're fired up. Absolutely fired up because we've actually got coverage of the Super Bowl here on SCNZ on Monday, mate. That's how much we love it. Um, what, what's the feeling like a couple of days out? Have you been on Radio Row? What's the anticipation for this one, which looks like it could be a genuine blockbuster? So this, this is probably – it's ironic because normally people don't like Super Bowl rematches. Um, we got this one just four years ago. Chiefs versus 49ers, for the most part, um, NFL fans don't normally like rematches. However, for this one, so much is different for these two teams than it was in 2020 um, that people are actually really excited. And both teams have had very interesting paths to the Super Bowl. The 49ers are supposed to be here. They were the best team in the NFC. Um, They barely won two games against two NFC North teams in the Packers and the Lions. And then on the flip side, the Kansas City Chiefs, they weren't supposed to be there. They were struggling during the season. And then Patrick Mahomes, as he has his entire career, uh, pulls it out when it matters, wins two tough road games against the Bills and the Ravens. And then here we are with the Super Bowl matchup. I mean, there are so many stars in this game on both sides, on both sides of the football, that this is just, as a football fan, as a football analyst, this is all you can ask for because this is clearly the best two teams in football right now. And we're going to get it Super Bowl on Sunday in Vegas. No, no more you could ask for. Is this? I mean, it's funny because as you point out, this is like the Super Bowl for Super Bowls. I mean, we we say this is the Super Bowl when we use it as an analogy for other stuff. When we talk about the ultimate grand final, and, and this is literally it. To hearing yep. you explain it for all of those reasons, um, it, it's quite miraculous though that we are dealing with the Kansas City Chiefs and talking about them in this reverence, yet, what, 10 weeks ago? Is it is that fair? 10, 12 weeks ago, three months ago, we were wondering what was wrong with them and, and what was wrong with Travis Kelsey and if Andy Reid had it this season. How fast time goes and how quickly our opinions change during the course of a, a American football season, right, MJ? Yeah, that's a very good point because, yeah, to your point, Christmas Day, um, the Chiefs lose to Las Vegas to the Raiders, um, and they're 9-6. and They're within a game of actually giving up the AFC West, their division, and they're going into a game the week after against the Cincinnati Bengals, um, who don't have their starting quarterback in Joe Burrow. However, the the Bengals are a division, uh, or not a division rival, but a, a big rival for the Chiefs. And everybody's wondering, oh, no, exactly what you said. What's happened with the Chiefs? Um, The Chiefs pull it out. I mean, they didn't even win their last two games of the season convincingly, um, but then they go into the playoffs and they take care of business. Uh, They beat Miami. They beat Buffalo. They beat Baltimore. And now here we are again. Everybody's saying, yep, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Travis Kelsey is a Hall of Famer. Andy Reid is one of the best coaches ever. Um, and, And to your point, the Chiefs have the ability, if they win this Super Bowl, Mahomes, Reed, and Kelsey are going to cement themselves as some of the best ever 
in their respective positions, not only just in our own minds, but also in the stats with their Super Bowl wins, with their playoff wins. I mean, they can do something really special if they come out with a win on Sunday. This is fascinating because uh, in the wake of the uh, conference championship game, everybody decided, it seemed like, unanimously, we would no longer tip against Patrick Mahomes. It would be like, when the chips are down, if you can't make a call, Patrick Mahomes. And even if you think the other team's going to win... He's getting to this place now. We can't tip against him. It's Patrick Mahomes. Like he is, and that's rarefied here. Like that's like pretty much the last, it, it, it's like the last step of ascendancy of, of greatness, you know, I, I think across any sport. If you get to that place where you just take a guy on trust, you are terrified to say, even if logically the other team is a better chance to win, you are terrified to tip against him so you won't do that. That's the last step for me. But then why are the 49ers significant favorites here if i look at our local tote a dollar 73 to 203 uh that's just the way we do our markets are, are people now yep. have we have we uh, 10 days later have we forgotten what we were saying about patrick mahomes or or are people saying that we're with the dogs here and we're riding with kc and and the bookmakers vegas has got it wrong so th- that's a great question because even you know yeah, so ESPN's odds has San Francisco favored by a point and a half. Um, and it, it's just, it's crazy because you make a very good point, Louis. And this is something I personally say as well, you know, when I'm on, when I'm on my own show, when I do appearances, I am at the point in my life where I refuse to bet against Patrick Mahomes because he has shown me time and time again uh, that no matter how many points he is down, whether he's at home, whether he's on the road, whether he's playing the great Tom Brady, um, he will he will come out ahead. So when you're looking at it, the reason the 49ers are favorites is because they were overwhelmingly the best team in football this year, and it was not even close. They had the best offense. Their defense was dominant. Um, their special teams was on point across the board. Now, the reason that everybody's at least kind of afraid of betting for the 49ers is because they did play two games in the playoffs, that they did not look good. They only led for almost a combined three minutes out of 120 in those two games. They played the Packers, who were not supposed to be in the realm of contending whatsoever this year, and the Packers beat on them for 58 minutes. And then they played the Lions again at home, and the Lions beat on them for about 57 minutes. So the 49ers have been able to, you know, to the same point as Patrick Mahomes, 49ers have pulled out some close games this year. They've been able to turn it around when it matters the most. However, I would be really scared to bet on the 49ers because although they were dominant during the regular season, they looked real touch and go in the postseason. And you're not going to be able to make those same mistakes against Patrick Mahomes. The Packers and Lions are young teams. You don't make those mistakes against Mahomes and Andy Reid. Very well explained. MJ, let me put you on the spot then as I try to make sense of the market and I try to make sense of what I want to do when I have a bet on this game because invariably I will and lo- so a lot of our listeners will be because for us it's kind of like the Melbourne Cup. It's the one day you might have a bet on the uh, American uh, football. Yeah. It might be the Super Bowl. So, um, p- take it. so take Patrick Mahomes out. How many 49ers players do you say a better before you are the best player in this game before you get to another Chiefs player? So if you were ranking, you were commingled pools of these teams. They were all just a big player draft, 49ers and KC, if you know what I mean. And you, Patrick Mahomes yeah. is 
You take him out because everyone knows he goes first. How many 49ers before you take another Chief? Let me put it this way. I think if you just take the top 10, I think the Chiefs only have two. Probably. <laughs> they probably have Mahomes and Kelsey. And then other than that, the 49ers probably have the other eight best players in this football game. Um, because you've got you've got Christian McCaffrey, who's the best running back in football. George Kittle is one of the best running backs and one of the best tight ends in football. Um, Fred Warner and Greenlaw are two of the best linebackers in football. Um, they have probably their four defensive linemen are top 15 in football. So it, it's just ridiculous the star power that the 49ers have. And that's why it drives my logical brain crazy that I would bet on the 40, that I would bet on the Chiefs because data and all of the logic, like you said, you look at the top 10 players, you do a draft. Yeah. The 49ers are better except the Chiefs have Patrick Holmes. And that's okay. what just <laughs> And he, he might be worth seven anyway. Um, Okay, so what about this then, MJ? As we continue to work work through this, this is quite cathartic for me. If if then you look at the schemes and how these teams play their football, everyone always talks about Andy Reid with a, a, an extra week to prepare as a, a menace. But then Shanahan, like he comes out and he can have the fir- whole first half orchestrated. And, and I think who gets ahead in this game will go a long way to winning the game. Which coaching staff would you rather have off a two-week rest? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I'm going to give such a slight edge. That's such a hard question. I I really think the 49ers have just a slight edge. Um, And the reason being, I think that their their defense is better on, but now I want to flip-flop. I'll I'll (laughs) stick with, I think, the 49ers. That's such a good question, Luke. Um, I, I think the 49ers, just because um, they do have way more star power. And I, I know we talk about that, and it seems very theoretical, right? Um, but just listening to, you know, Fred Warner is their middle linebacker. And listening to the way that he goes about the game, I think they have so many veteran, experienced defensive players. Um, and so many of their defensive players specifically – because that's the big matchup is the 49ers defense against uh, the Chiefs offense. And that defense wants revenge because they got embarrassed a couple years ago against the Chiefs in this ex- same exact matchup. And if anybody is going to be on on top of their game going into Super Bowl, I think it's going to be that 49ers defense because they've seen this story before, they've seen this script before, and they do not want it to end the same way. Okay, that's that's quite interesting. So then, okay, okay I keep working through. And Brock Purdy has had like yeah. the the most unbelievable narrative around his young career, and you know, from a, an MVP yeah. candidate to to some people just thinking he's like he's a mythical, like he just doesn't even you know, like you shouldn't even take him into your equations as a good player, and he clearly is good. But I watched I've watched this whole play the, the whole playoffs to this point, and and it. it different points he has looked really shaky and like the pockets collapsing around him and he doesn't want to move and then and then he kind of comes to life a young quarterback in a Super Bowl is such a sketchy thing to be tipping it's such a sketchy thing to be backing is there any way to know whether he's got the medal to be able to handle the occasion I think he does and it, it to your point it is really hard to know 
until you see him in that game, what is he going to look like? Because you're absolutely correct. He has looked shaky. Um, I'm personally a Packers fan. So even like in the, in the game against the Packers, um, the Green Bay defense was not very good this year, and they had him on the ropes um, for a good amount of the game. However, um, I'll give credit to my dad, who, who gave me a saying a long time ago that has shown very true. Good, find, good teams find a way to win, and bad teams find a way to lose. And so far in Brock Purdy's career, he has far and above been on the side of the good team, where he finds a way to win. Um, and, and it drives me crazy sometimes because I always want to put a number to something um, or put, you know, some good analysis. And sometimes Brock Purdy can defy that. Now, he was one of the best quarterbacks in football this year. In the playoffs, a little bit shaky. Um, but they're in the Super Bowl, and you can't deny that. And Brock Purdy looked very good in the playoffs last year as a rookie. And keep in mind, just two years ago, he was at Iowa State as a quarterback who nobody in the country paid any attention to. So just the fact that he's here in the Super Bowl shows me that he has all of the medal in the world to back up um, being the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Will he shake out? Will he beat Patrick Mahomes? That's going to be the tallest test of his career because it's it's looking like beating Patrick Mahomes is turning into what it was trying to beat Tom Brady. This that great answer, and you're so you're so correct in saying no one no one knew who he was. It's kind of like um, it's amazing the the ascendancy of this guy's kind of status, and and he still only gets paid like what less than a million dollars a year to be the quarterback of the team. Is that about right? Yeah, I think he gets paid like eight hundred and ninety thousand is his uh, <laughs> base salary. I think they gave him a few incentives this year, but yeah, he's still he's like the twenty. 20- third or 24th highest paid player on the team it's ridiculous that is that is quite crazy hey not to bring it all back to gambling uh mj because i don't know if you're into that at all but i i am curious like the 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 line and the kind of um you know the the money line as well i'm really curious to to get your opinion on if you think the closer we get to Super Bowl time and all the Super Bowl parties, and we know that there's a new genre of NFL fans this year, the Swifties and the Travis Kelsey and the Patrick Mahomes story. Like they are without a doubt the most famous uh, NFL team I can ever recall, to be honest. I mean, of course, there's the, the, the Brady Patriots, but I don't know. I mean, this might have gone past this with the, the Taylor Swift element to it. Do you think there'll be a weight of money on the day of? And, and even if the Sharps like the 49ers, do you think we see this line tighten up right before kickoff? Honestly, probably yes, um, because I think a lot of people are going to, like you and I have talked about, be like, oh, crap, I just have to bet for the Chiefs. Like, I can't, I can't sit here and bet for the 49ers, and I think you're very accurate with the fact that globally, um, and I know a lot of NFL fans don't like this, but it's a reality, the attention Taylor Swift has brought to the Chiefs because of that whole story. Um, I, I don't think it really has an impact on the play on the field, but in terms of the money, in terms of some of the attention um, and those type of things, especially with the Super Bowl in Vegas, um, Louis, this is the, the most star-studded Super Bowl um, attendance that we will ever have. Um, Las Vegas literally ran out of places for famous people to park their private jets. <laughs> they completely ran out of airport space. So so if you want to talk about money coming in the last day, people partying Saturday night into Sunday, oh boy, there's going to be money flying around. 
Oh, that's why that's why MJ's there. He's 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 down there. It's like the Kentucky Derby when you see um you see the shots of like the airfields around Kentucky and and just the, just like jet after jet after jet after jet. It's quite amazing. Uh, great to yeah. chat, MJ Hurley. This has been fantastic. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put off my decision right till kickoff and then just follow my gut. Maybe I'll take Patrick Mahomes' Super Bowl MVP saying if they if the Kansas City Chiefs win, it's because of him, and then maybe lay off a little bit of action on the 49ers. Uh, on the line as well. I don't know how to do it. Um, it's a it's a really, really tough one, but it's going to be one for the ages. We'll have it here on SCNZ. MJ, so good to spend some time with you, man. Thanks for your insights. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, guys. Have a good one.